The book of Acts is the book of the continuing Christ. What Christ began in the gospel records, he continues in the book of Acts. In the first part of Acts, chapters 1 through 7, we join the adventures of what the Holy Spirit was doing through the apostles in the early church. This work was primarily focused in Jerusalem. The second section of Acts, however, advances beyond Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria. In this section of our study, we see the power of the gospel on full display, changing the lives of those who hear it. Let's join Scott now as the adventure continues. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I wonder, have you recognized today that God gave you this day? Uh, do you see it as the gift of God? Are you rejoicing in it? Are you glad about it? Uh, you meet some people and you ask them how they're doing. Well, just another day, they say, just another day. <laughs> oh, it's never just another day, my friend. No, this is another day to serve the Lord, another day to know him, another day to make him known, another day to seek his face and to see his power. Uh, this is another day of God's goodness and grace to us. We've come to such a day in Acts chapter number 9. We have been looking a great deal at the Apostle Paul in the early days and so many exciting things. And tucked into this amazing chapter of Acts 9, there is a very short story wrapped up in four verses. It's Acts chapter 9, verses 32 to 35, and here's what it says. And it came to pass, as Peter passed throughout all quarters, he came down also to the saints which dwelt at Lydda. And there he found a certain man named Aeneas, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise, and make thy bed. And he arose immediately, and all that dwelt at Lydda and Saron saw him and turned to the Lord. What an interesting little passage, tucked away in a, in a much more famous portion of Scripture. It was in many ways just another day, just another day in Peter's travels, just another day for the for the believers who lived there at Lydda. Just another day in a, in a long life lying on his bed. Aeneas had been sick for eight years. Imagine, eight years is a long time to be sick. Eight years on a bed. Eight years of the palsy. Eight years incapable, unable of changing your situation. It's just, just another day. That's all it is. Oh, but my friend, any day where the Lord works is not just another day. You see, the Lord delights in taking ordinary days and doing extraordinary things on them. And maybe your expectations are low today. Maybe, maybe they're even worse than low. Maybe you think this is going to be a bad day or this is a bad day. Could it be that on this day the Lord is doing his great work? Now, let me give you three or four observations the Lord is teaching me from, from just another day. First of all, the Bible says in verse 32 of Peter, it came to pass as Peter passed throughout all quarters, just as he passed through. Here's the first observation I would give you, uh, some things we should remember every day. First of all, we are all just passing through. I don't think Peter knew that he was going to meet Aeneas. I don't think Peter knew what he would find when he got to the town of Lydda. He's just passing through. He's just living the life God's given him, serving in the way God has commanded him, uh, fulfilling the ministry God has, has given him. Just another day. And yet, friend, as you pass through, you're going to meet the Lord along the way. You're going to meet needy people along the way. 
And don't ever forget, you may never pass this way again. You'll never have this day again, ever. You're just passing through, so make it count. Don't miss your moment. Look for divine appointments. Stay awake and alert and aware of what God is doing around you on just another day. And then a second observation is not only that we're all just passing through, but God has his people everywhere. This was striking to me as I looked at this passage. Peter's passing through all the quarters, and he came down also, this is the phrase, to the saints which dwelt at Lydda. Who were they? We have no idea. Who started the church there? No one knows. Uh, We surmise that these were probably believers who had been scattered, remember, because of the persecution in Jerusalem. They had to go everywhere, and they settled in many different places. And so here's Peter traveling, and he comes to a town, and guess what he finds there? A group of the Lord's people. In fact, I love the wording the Holy Spirit uses here, the saints which dwelt at Lydda. Uh, They belonged to the Lord. They were God's people. Friend, I want to encourage your heart today. God always has his remnant. You may think the whole world is against you and against Christ, but I want you to know, just as surely as he had to teach his prophet that there were 7,000 that are not bowed the knee to Baal, the Lord has his saints. In out-of-the-way places and little towns and villages and in big cities, God has his people. And the work of God is much bigger, I think, than any of us even realize that it is. And I think that will only be evident when we get to heaven someday, that The Lord Jesus Christ is still building his church. The Holy Spirit is still at work, and the saints of the Lord are everywhere. On just an ordinary day, just another day, you can remember that we're all passing through. God has his people everywhere. And then how about this one? Nothing is too hard for God. Here's a man that by all estimation is hopeless. I mean, it's been eight years now. He's sick of the palsy. Obviously, if anyone could have helped him, they would have helped him, but they can't. And he can't, but Jesus can. It wasn't Peter that did this. In fact, let Peter speak for himself. Peter said, Aeneas, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. I like that. I can hear my mother right now saying, make your bed. And I, mother, I've tried to keep that all these years. I want you to know that. Uh, but I love the, the articulate way Peter says this to him. He says, this is going to be such a complete healing. You're not going to need that bed anymore. Just pack it up. Take it home. And the Bible says, and he arose immediately. Imagine, eight years, and then in one day, and in one moment, immediately, it all changes. Brother, sister, nothing is too hard for God. It's not just another day if the Lord Jesus Christ is at work there. And then notice how the story ends, verse 35. And all that dwelt at Lydda and Saron saw him and turned to the Lord. This is very important. Because the the purpose of this passage is not just to show us another healing. It is to show us a spiritual impact. People say, Jesus had a healing ministry. He didn't have a healing ministry. If he'd had a healing ministry, then he would have healed everyone. But he didn't heal everyone. Someone said, Peter had a healing ministry. He didn't have a healing ministry. If he'd had a healing ministry, he would have healed everybody in that town. No, no. The Lord Jesus and Peter, these early apostles, did not have healing ministries They had revealing ministries. Every miracle had a message. He was demonstrating the power of Almighty God and validating the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So here's the fourth and final observation I'll give you from this passage, and it is this. Not only is it true that we're all just passing through and God has his people everywhere and nothing's too hard for the Lord, but I want to tell you, our God's greatest desire is for people to turn to him. 
The greatest thing that happened in this passage was not that Aeneas got to get up off his bed. The greatest thing that happened in this passage is a bunch of people turned to the Lord. The greatest thing was not and never is physical or material. It is always spiritual and eternal. People turned to the Lord. And I want to tell you that on this day, just just another day, you're just passing through. God is going to have his people along the way. You'll meet them everywhere. Nothing you face today is going to be too hard for your God. But the Lord's greatest desire today and every day is that other people would turn to him. Now let's start looking at our days through heaven's lens from our Heavenly Father's perspective. I tell you, everything looks different from heaven's vantage point. So look at your life, look at your day, look at your circumstances, and look at the people, the people like Aeneas that you're going to meet along the way today, and the the multitudes of unnamed people uh, that God loves and Christ died for. And make this your prayer. Lord, make this day everything you want it to be. Work in and through my life, and on this day, May many others have their lives changed. On this day, may many turn to the Lord. It's never just another day. It is another day God has given us, and we must give it back to Him. What an encouragement to us today to remember the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel changed lives in the first century. And the gospel is still changing lives today. If you missed the first section of this study on The Adventure Continues, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, where you can access this study along with many other resources to encourage you in your walk with God. However you listen to this podcast, we are grateful for each of you. We hope you will continue to listen and also share it with others. From all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team, may God bless you and help you enjoy the journey.